Please be seated. The first reading is from Psalm 1. Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or take the path that sinners tread or sit in the seat of scoffers. But their light is in the law of the Lord, and on his law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of water, which yield their fruit in its season. Their leaves do not wither, and all they do they prosper. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. The word of the Lord. Is this one work? It's working. I mean, it could be a worse wardrobe malfunction. I mean, church was gonna get out on time. You can just stand there and hold it. <laughs> That's okay. I'm trying to be helpful. It's just not working. Do you want a hug? No. Nope. I just feel like we should hug. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Really? I, can't, I really can't flip it up. Okay. What's going on? All right. Thank you. 
Where was I? All right. <laughs> a few years ago, my friend and colleague Diane received a sabbatical grant. The grant was to be used to support another minister, another congregation while she was on a three-month sabbatical. The grant, as most Lilly grants are, if you know anything about the Lilly Foundation, was generous. Encouraged on the grant application was to include the family on whatever adventures you were considering. Part of the rest the Lilly Foundation thinks is being with family and reconnecting with them. Diane, not being married, generously wrote that her friend, Moa, was family and thought I would get significant meaning and rest out of a trip to Sri Lanka. And they agreed. So the grant's generosity allowed Diane to be generous, sharing her sabbatical with me as we trekked across Sri Lanka for three weeks. The definition of generosity is the readiness to give more of something than expected. I want you to take a moment to think about your earliest memory of generosity. How old were you? What was given? Was it something tangible? Was it an experience? Our text in Genesis is an example of God's generosity. We live in a world where we have everything we need to flourish, both physically and aesthetically. We are also called to be stewards of this generosity. Stewardship is the planning and management of resources. And oftentimes when we hear this word, we associate stewardship with the management of money and financial resources, like the church, like tithes and offerings. But stewardship is not a synonym for money. The truth is that we manage the resources of a lot of things, like the environment, caring for creation, economics. We've heard a lot recently about stewarding trade deals and tariffs. At a young age, we tell our kids to be good stewards of their time, balancing video games with homework. Procrastination, as we get older, we realize ever more, it's ever more precious of being a good steward of our time, right? As, we, as it gets faster and faster and it appears that we get less of it. We have to be good stewards of buildings, 
perhaps our home or this building. This is not just where we worship, but how we live out what God is calling us to do. And we can also be good stewards to our witness to justice and community as people of faith. At a basic level, we might desire to be good stewards for practical reasons. If we don't care for something, it may get ruined or we may run out. Oftentimes, we move from a place of fear, so we hoard, leaving less for others. But as people of faith, we also have an intrinsic responsibility. God's instructions to the first humans was to have dominion over every living thing on the face of the earth. And sometimes we wrongly interpret that to mean that we can do whatever we want to with the earth. But this does not mean we can do whatever we want. This is not permission for mindless exploitation. We are called to rule the earth the same way that God rules the cosmos. To have dominion means to be responsible for, as well as being in charge of. We have a responsibility to be good stewards of all that God has given us. While I don't eat a lot of it anymore, I love cereal. Cereal was what I ate every morning for breakfast. I loved it so much that I would have two or three bowls in the morning and usually eat it as a snack when I got home from school. Needless to say, a box of cereal did not last long, often running out by Tuesday afternoon. And my mom always went grocery shopping on Sunday. One day my mom told me, you get one box a week. What? That's impossible. Sometimes stewardship is forced upon us. Be it cereal, or maybe the Great Depression, or those who are impacted by hurricanes, or countries where communities are being exploited by war and famine. Perhaps cut off from the rest of the community, they must ration the little water and food and resources that they have. And when this is forced upon us, it puts us in a place of being reactionary. And there is little freedom in being reactionary. Consider the recent devastation of the Carolinas. Scientists know that the temperature of the ocean is increasing, resulting in significantly more hurricanes. Climate change is happening. We don't have to agree on how it's happening or why it's happening, but it's happening. And hurricanes are getting bigger and stronger and more destructive. And yet we aren't actively planning. We aren't changing our ways. We are just reacting to it, 
allowing it to get worse, leaving it for the next generation to clean up, or embracing some broken theology and telling ourselves that it's the end times and Jesus is coming back, therefore relinquishing our responsibility. I don't think we serve ourselves or others when we move from a place of being reactionary. Don't get me wrong, this will happen. Life happens. But it's also important to remember that Jesus came so that we could have life abundantly. And there is little abundance if we are constantly moving from a place of fear and reaction. A few months ago, during Pentecost, the birth of the church, we shared our what-ifs for 7th Street Christian Church. We had an opportunity to imagine what we wanted for 7th Street where God might be calling us to serve in the community. And you had some amazing ideas. Finding ways toward more spiritual growth, for example, and educational trips and mission trips and community nights and spaghetti dinners and moving toward being an open and affirming congregation. This church exercised their imagination signaling this congregation is pregnant with possibilities. And it is an exciting time. And part of imagining comes planning. This Sunday marks the beginning of our stewardship campaign, a time that we take steps to be fiscally responsible for next year's budget and the years ahead. You were generous with your imagination, with the possibilities of 7th Street Christian Church. And now it's time to plan. So over the next few weeks, I invite you to deeply consider what generosity looks like in your life. What does it look like to be a good steward in life? both personally and professionally, and in the life of the church. How do we take the ideas and make them tangible? And how do you want to be a part of it? How do you want to help make 7th Street Christian Church a place where all can feel God's generosity. Amen.